Hi family, this is Pastor Ricky Rush from the Inspiring Body of Christ Church right here in Dallas, Texas. I'd like to welcome you to join us anytime, every time, anywhere, everywhere on this platform for a unique experience where the Word of God is broken down in a very simple way. It's Reset with Pastor Ricky Rush. And today's message is about to bless you. So let's get ready for an amazing message from God. Hey, good evening. We're here right live with Dream Church. We're going to kind of zoom pan on in here. Hey, thank you everybody for having the patience to wait on us as we kind of got a little late start today. But this is Dream Church. And today you'll notice we are in the sanctuary. You know, um, we started here and we actually started in the chapel of our uh, other location. So we're trying to come today because we want to hear from you. Uh, the Dream Church had this tremendous idea that they said, hey, Pastor, we want to do something a little different today. I first want to thank everybody for being so consistent here another day with another Dream Church forum. We've been in service all day. We had service at 8 o'clock. We had service at 10 o'clock. We had fellowship in between. So now we are here for the third opportunity for us to appreciate you. I appreciate you. Today marks another year that I've been able to to find a way to, uh, through the Holy Spirit, preach the gospel to uh, people in this congregation and throughout the world. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in the Dream Church. Okay, now, today is kind of different because today we're going to do something that deals with the word cloud. And all of you that are listening, you have an opportunity now to say, and I want to thank you, Dream Church, for this kind of opportunity that you guys are presenting to us now. If I'm a little off-key today, it's because... You know, these members of the Dream Church are kind of giving me cues off camera about what to say and do. So there's something called a word cloud. And with the word cloud, we get a chance to hear from you. Uh, so we're 100% virtual again today uh, because this virtual thing seems to work for a lot of people. It works for a lot of us. And so you have a chance to be involved within uh, the next hour to share. Maybe we didn't get a chance to hear from you today or you didn't get a chance to uh, make a contribution or a thank you or something or wave, you know, because with me, it's very important that I just see who you are. And I thank God for everyone who has such a good spirit of working together and being cooperative. And sometimes the thing about having any kind of party or celebration is someone's feelings always get hurt and all that. But here at the Inspiring Body of Christ Church, we thank God for that one spirit. And we're all on one accord. And, um, and we don't have to necessarily put ourselves in check when we're honoring someone here. And I just thank you all for caring enough to come in today and thank me a dream trip. You guys are sleepy looking, man. Oh my goodness, you are really fighting it. So here's what we're gonna do with this word cloud. Now I'm gonna turn it over to one of the Dream Church uh, panel and they're gonna tell you what to do as far as us hearing from you. Y'all take it away, somebody. Hey everybody, so this is really your opportunity as Brother Andrew said today in service to have something to say. So what you have two ways to participate today. You can go to your text messaging um, and you can send a text message that says IBOC to the following phone number. It's 22333. Again, that's the phone number is 22333 and the text message must say IBOC. Once you do that once and send that, You'll get a bounce back, and then from there, you'll be able to type in whatever words you want, as many words as you like that describe Pastor Rush. So think about what Pastor Rush means to you, what he's done for you. Think about what his word has done for you, how he's let God use you and use that. Now, if you happen to be on a computer somewhere, um, if you look at the top of the screen there, there is a website you can go to, and that is polev, that's P-O-L-L-E-V.com forward slash IBOC. Maybe you're sitting on the couch with an iPad. Maybe you're sitting at your computer. You have both of those options. So again, two options. They're on the screen. You can text IBOC to 22333, or you can text polev or go to polev.com forward slash IBOC. And then, Pastor Rush, I think we have some words coming in. So they'll start popping up on the screen as we do. All right. I'm excited to hear what you have to say because what you say is extremely important. So what is the, what's the question today? What is the word? The question is very simple. It is okay. describe Pastor Rush describe. in one uh -oh. word. In a descriptor one word. of the 
Uh-oh. Grandmaster Uh-oh. Pastor, the master illustrator, are just describe. a few words brother, you can use. Brother Lloyd, I'm reading on your one word. You just didn't look like one word, barbecue. Barbecue is eliminated immediately. So as those words start to come in, let's just have a little fun together. This is one of the ways that you can participate in making sure that we hear what Pastor Rush, a word that describes Pastor Rush. So I'm getting ready to have a little fun and be blessed at the same time. Okay, so we see the word encouraging, the word consistent. Tell me the word that you might see on your microphone. Uh, the word father. Uh, ecclesiastical candlestick. Somebody from Koinonia joined us okay. today. Hold ecclesiastical fan. You see it at the top. Ecclesiastical. I don't know how to I... feel about that one, but okay. I see faithful. I Amen. see anointed. Oh, witness. wait a minute. Candlestick. I saw candlestick. I, I just saw candlestick. Word was ecclesiastical okay, candlestick. That, that was okay. not an exaggeration. Anointed. anointed. Yeah. Visionary. Visionary, yo. Resilient. Uh-oh. And as you are listening right now, we're putting up words that you have sent in. We want to make sure that your word is, is there and your words are clear. Um, I am I'm very appreciative. The word power. Powerful figure. Wow. Thank God for that. Revolutionary. Genuine. Wow. Hilarious. Really? Am I hilarious? Wait a minute. Watermelon. <laughs> That's a good word. Genuine. Another word. Okay. Obedient. Illustrator. There it is. Joking. Motivational. Faithful. Bold. 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 Dreamer. Okay. Who, who put, I want you to call the church. Who put bald? That some, wait a minute. No, Somebody put bold. I see bold. Oh, bold. Bold. They meant bold. They meant bold. They meant bold. Oh, bold, bold and unashamed. I got you. I got yeah, you. So, okay, because okay, someone said bold. That bold is true too. Hey, I'm getting there. Thank Servant. God. Keep them coming, everyone. Revolutionary. Teacher. Faithful. Happy. Master. Dreamer. Lovable. Loving. Protective. Describe Pastor Rush in one word. Wow. Phenomenal. I don't see that one. What? Somebody has GMP. Do y'all know what GMP means? We keep putting words in Master, pastor. You know how we got the term grandmaster, pastor? A long time ago, we took the church to a boat, uh, skating a long time ago. Keep those words coming. I'll just tell this story while you're watching those words come up. We took the church skating, and when we went to the skating thing, there was a, a DJ in the booth, and I mean, he was playing. We you know we're a church, but he was playing some get down funky music, man. So I thought, oh my gosh, because the saints started really, you know, shaking a little bit on them skates, and you know, things got a little wild. So I went behind the DJ booth. We called it the DJ booth in those days, and I started putting on records or music myself, and they were like church music, some of them. And that's where the term grandmaster pastor came from, because there was a grandmaster funk in those days, and Grandmaster, something else. So I just became the Grandmaster Pastor. So when you see GMP, Grandmaster Pastor, that's where that came from. That's the history. And those are my record, 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 days of mixing. Y'all don't know what that is. Well, that's how they used to mix it. I don't know. So give me some more words on the board. Let's read some more of those. <clears throat> and when we leave those, we're going to go into some other things that the panel wanted to talk about tonight. Humorous, caring, evol- evolutionist. evolutionist. Ooh. I see watermelon. I saw watermelon. <laughs> I don't know if Is that cheerleader. cheerleader. That's Did my favorite that right? fruit, I think. Mm-hmm. Can watermelon be your favorite fruit? I think this is my favorite fruit. Grateful. I am extremely grateful. Leader. And I am thankful. Maybe they I love that. And I am a grandfather. Yes. Thank you. you. <clears throat> I am steadfast. Unmovable. Super califragilistic, espialidocious. Humble. Right. Yeah, I've seen that. Did somebody That's, say that, uh, really? Yeah, there it is. Yes. Leader, 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 leader. Follower. Compassionate. Intelligent. Rapper. Oh, I don't see said the word, pineapple. but that's my word. A blessing. Okay. I want to call your word out to let you know what it is. Blessing, glory. Determined. Corner man. Oh, wow. Ooh, yes. Nice. Oh, someone put the goat. Pastor is the goat. The goat? The goat. Not that kind of goat. Not that kind of goat. Oh, that's the, where's the goat? The greatest, greatest of all greatest time. Oh. My name is Muhammad Ali. I'm the greatest of all times. Okay. Um, Hilarious. Compassionate. Wow. So take take it away, panel. Thank you. I'm going to let you guys kind of have it tonight. Pineapple. pineapple. The pi- I, I eat pineapples. I like pineapples in the little thing that we serve at the school. Mm-hmm. The little round oh, thing. Yeah. I love just eating them without a fork. You don't right. need a fork. You just... 
drink them and eat them. I like pineapples. So what else is on y'all's mind this evening? Because those of you that are are joining us in Dream Church this evening, uh, normally we come in here and we talk about message today. we got to elaborate on the sermon. This morning's message at 8, eight o'clock, um, God started to show us in the Word of God really quick about how Jesus had done so many wonderful things for people. And then he started explaining his destiny and what he had to do to prepare for everlasting life. And as he started to speak about everlasting life, he started talking about uh, what's going to happen in days to come and that he would um, shed his blood. And uh, they were beaten in his flesh. And he talked about him being the flesh and him being the blood. And those that are in me, he says, and I in you, the Father lives through you. And Jesus went through after feeding 5,000, after taking them across the storms, after doing all these miracles, he started to explain his destiny. And words got out uh, through people that were following him that he was, they misunderstood it. He said in Mark, uh, John, the sixth chapter in the sixty, uh, 66th verse, they misunderstood him. Uh, for being a cannibal. And it wasn't just everybody. The problem happened when those that were closest to him misunderstood his word. And the Bible says that um, many left him to return or follow him no more. Um, And so we just talked from the subject or the idea of sometimes people will leave. And this morning I was so blessed to know that there have been some that have come through this ministry. They've gone to different levels and then others have come back. And I was very grateful to know that sometimes people will leave. Other times people will stay. And a lot of times people will not only stay, but they'll bring people into your life. And sometimes people will leave and they'll take things away. And that was so important to me to know that Jesus was even affected to the point that people walked away from him. And if people walked away from him, you can imagine that sometimes your lifespan with people could be very short. As much as Jesus did, and as innocent, 100% pure as he was, others walked away because they misunderstood him. They believed what others said. And um, Jesus asked the disciples, the 12 that were left, which one of you do you all want to leave also? And I think sometimes the pressure of ministry is being able to know that people are following because they have a desire to follow and not, not because they're forced to. And uh, Peter said, Lord, we don't, where else can we go for this word? And, and, and it was a very powerful lesson that God allowed me to teach this morning. And then Pastor Goins came in with a very powerful word today, uh, just about uh, understanding uh, your whole destiny and your purpose and how uh, it was really just, it's just really a blessing to be here for 51 years because of things that I heard, I've heard, seen, been a part of, the plan that God had for my life. I've seen and been and around too much to leave, and I thank God for that. It was, it was just a very powerful um, message that he brought to us this morning. Now I'm going to release the microphone now and let these young men and women speak to us as powerful men and women of God because there are certain messages that have been spoken that I hear that they wanted to talk about that has impacted their lives without us, you know, we're not going to just kind of, I'm just going to, I want everybody that wants a chance to speak, to speak and not feel shortchanged. All right, so I don't know, we don't have any captains or co-captains, but I'm just going to let the bravest one or the one that wants to get out of church early is to go ahead and, Sister Lloyd, you're going to go first. Oh, no, she doesn't want to say anything. She I'll has not first. had a word. That Somebody introduce this segment for us, please, because I don't know what to introduce. So it's really simple, Pastor Rush. We've okay. been with you for over a year, but most of us have been with you for years yeah. and years wow. and years. So we wanted the opportunity to not only tell you congratulations and thank you in our own words, but also to let you know over 51 years, not one of us have been with you for 51 years, but in the little bit of that 51 that we've received, we wanna give you what stuck with us. What is the one message or what is the one example or what is the one sentence, the one word, the one moment that really blessed our lives? And I feel like that's a really great way to send off your 51. And what a great gift. I I consider it a great gift that you would even take the time as young adults to even wanna say something like that. And anybody listening, if you want to just have someone to tune in with us real quick on Facebook or on our website. Just call them real quick and say, hey, um, they're kind of expressing some words that it's always great to know if you said something as a leader uh, that blessed someone else. And I'm going to get silent here and just kind of listen to this and kind of let you feed back into me. I, I mean, because that's, what, that's your idea of what today's 
Dream Church was about. There is one more thing I want to say, and that's if you're listening or if you come in halfway through, we are going to keep the word cloud open. So even though you can't see it, the words are still accumulating and going on the screen, and we can take okay. a last glance. Okay. So okay. make sure that you send in the word that you have to say for Pastor Rush. We can get it printed and framed, so he'll always have that for memory. So please wow. continue to type those words in, and if something comes to your recollection as you're hearing um, some of our words, then type it in. All right, I think Sister Larisha's coming up first. It was out. Thank you, Brother Billy, for introducing it. How do I begin of a short synopsis of someone so major? Pastor Gowen said it in simplest terms this morning. He said, we are all witnesses, and I will never negate the fact that I am a witness. We are all witnesses of God's everlasting promises. My life shifted as a young kid, and I grew up fairly different, fairly different from most, not really understanding a whole, a whole lot about the whys, why I dealt with the things that I was dealing with. Well, my grandmother brought me to Ibach. I was 11 years old, and I had to sit in three services every Sunday after Sunday. And after service was over, I better sit in the ice cream parlor, and I had better not left until it was time for the next service. And it wasn't, until I, it wasn't until I lost everything in my life that I realized God placed me right where he wanted me to be. Now it was time for me to rise and stand on his word. There was a sermon that changed my life forever. It was in November, I believe, of 2016. It was titled, Why It's Changed So Different, or It's So Difficult, I'm sorry, Why It's Changed So Difficult. Now, I've been in church my entire life, but that day was the day that I stood and pastor was in the pulpit and he was speaking directly to me through pastor. I'll never forget those words. He said, God will send people in your life who will help you push forward. Those who will inspire you, people who will weigh on you, people who will bring you down, but instead spend your time with lifters and pushers. That spoke volume to me. The Bible says the harvest are, it's plenty, but the workers are few. And today, Pastor, is another day for us to honor to stand in on one accord, and, one accord and honor your labor. What I'm about to say is kind of a foreign language around here, but there are some that believe, they, they will call us as a mega church, right? But you'll never experience mega until you've witnessed one soul who stretches himself amongst all of us. And when I say all, I mean A-L-L. And, and Pastor Rush, we are so grateful for your obedience. I personally, I'm trying not to get emotional, but I will say this. I don't think thank you is ever enough, but I appreciate your godly counsel. Your obedience has helped mold my character and shape my conduct throughout my life, especially my adulthood. And today, like I said, I don't think I'll, Thank you will ever be enough, but I appreciate you. We love you, and I can only thank God for your pure heart, your kind soul, and just your willing spirit. And a lot of that has rubbed off on me with my own children. And as Pastor Goins said earlier, you know, congratulations on your 51 years of preaching and teaching. And 51 and counting is what he said, and counting. So I won't go on and on. I'll, I'll pass it on, but... We love you, Pastor. Congratulations. Thank you for those kind words. All right. Now, now, all these speeches I have approved of, and I've written every single one of them. No, this is great. And they're speaking from their hearts, and they're speaking on behalf of our congregation. For those of you who are listening, um, thank you. Thank you. Well, now listen. It's been, it's been some years. I think I came to... Um, Ibach, my, um, I used to spend a lot of time with my aunt. Maybe you know her, maybe you don't. Maybe you haven't had the pleasure of eating in the restaurant, but that's my aunt, Sister Campbell. And so when I was a kid, because she could cook, I always wanted to go to her house, and she was fun. We always had things we would do. And so um, one of the days I went over, she said, now, Billy, you're over a little bit late, so you're going to have to go to church with me in the morning. And maybe I was like maybe five or six, and that was my first experience with Ibach. 
And so I came in, it was my first time I got to sit on the steps while pastor was preaching and I had a blast. And so me and my six-year-old mind decided that I was going to um, strategize. I would do whatever I had to do all week to spend the night at my Aunt Carolyn's house, but later than necessary so that I could make sure I got the opportunity to go in the morning. Um, and when I was younger, you know, I don't know about your household, but in the, Af in the typical African-American household, you don't throw fits. You throw a fit, you get thrown. <laughs> so I, I, was a, I, I like to think I was a very peaceful child, a very uh, fun-loving child, but one time my mom told me no, I could not go to my Aunt Carolyn's house, and that was the one time I threw a fit and, and, and took the consequences that came with it. But what stuck in my mom's mind was, well, I ain't never seen Billy throw a fit, so let me go see. So she just brought me, and then my mom came, and then my Aunt Sandra came, and now our whole family, well, we used to sit on the same road. Now we're all over the place doing different things in the church. And, and so I will say IBOC has been transformational to me. When I was younger, um, in school, I was bullied quite a bit for the way I looked or for the way I sounded or because of my grades. Um, and it was really rough. And what that caused me to do is really withdraw myself. It caused me to really not like myself and like, not like things about myself. Um, and we had a really awesome teenage group here called Prayer Posse. I don't know if you done heard about it. If you ain't heard about it, you done felt it, you done seen it, you didn't know, you saw it, you know what I mean? Um, but Pastor, my mom said we had to, each, me and my sister had to figure something we wanted to do out in church, and I chose Prayer Posse. Um, me and my, believe it or not, very shy, very difficult to speak self. And I remember I came in and Pastor Rush was like, Billy, I know you usually sit in the back, but I want you to come and join us. And he would always hand me the mic or people, he would ask a question and a hundred hands would shoot up and I'd be sitting down, looking down, pulling a hole in my shirt. He said, Billy, I see your hand, go ahead and answer. And at the time I would stutter over my words or I couldn't quite get um, how my voice sounded on the microphone, but Pastor Rush took the time to work, on, work with me. And sometimes it wasn't always comfortable. Sometimes I would say something and he would have me say it. Now, Billy, say all that again but 0.5% slower, or I couldn't articulate, you didn't, you didn't make sense when you said this, or you didn't make sense when you said that. But the most thing, the biggest thing he did for us was he made us take notes. And so I still to this day have books and notebooks, and my iPad is full of all of the things we learned, not just in church, but also in leadership, but also in teenage etiquette, where we learn, like, how do you take someone on a date? What do you do when you're letting a woman get into the, your car? How do you open the door? You don't, you don't share a revolving door. It was all these things that you don't really learn anywhere else that we had the privilege of learning here, and they all made me who I am. Um, making sure, and now it's so funny, I, like, I used to be deathly afraid. I would throw up before I spoke to some people um, in public because I just knew everybody was going to make fun of me like all the people did at school. And literally my job today is to talk to people from employees to C-suite to CEOs of mega companies. I'm, I'm sitting here talking. This same boy that Pastor Rush used to have to put a microphone in front of. And so is this kind of tenacity, is this kind of vision, when we say vision, we think like seeing the future or we see, think the vision for a company, but Pastor Rush's vision of what I could be when there was no evidence of that otherwise is one of the reasons that I'm so loyal and I appreciate you to this day. Um, so my, I would say my favorite sermon that, or my favorite moment in a sermon that Pastor Rush preached is he talked about packages and he said, you know, when you get a package um, sent to you, if you know this package has a bomb in it, are you going to accept it? No. And if you know your name and somebody calls you besides what your name is, are you going to answer? No. And so what he taught me was really quick. It wasn't the entire um, sermon, but he said, you don't have to accept a package that's delivered to you just because it's given to you. You don't have to accept it. What Satan delivers to you, whether it's sickness or whether it's illness or whether it's um, death or whether it's discouragement, you don't have to accept it just because it's all your that you don't have. You can send that, return that to sender. And he said, every time somebody says something bad about you or calls you something that God hasn't called you, that's an invitation for you to accept it. Every time you hear it denied, you have to know who you are. And it really transformed when I hear people say something to me or do something to me that I know is not according to what God has called me to be. That's not for me. And I can ignore it and go for it with the destiny God has created me for. So thank you so much, Pastor Rush, for being. Man, I ought to join your church. If I was in the Inspired by the Christ Church, you just uh, text uh, IBOC to <laughs> 31996 and you can join right now. But the most important thing he said to me, just he said right now, and I thank you for those, those kind words. And we give God all the glory for anything that ever blessed you. But you said you were six years old. Now I'm going to. 
Yes, sir. Uh, How old are you now? Uh, oh, mm. at least 30? Something like 25? Somewhere in there. Okay. Somewhere up wow. in there. Like 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Thank 50, God 50, 50, for 50, your 50, longevity. 50, 50, okay, okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Somebody else, okay, if, yes, you, if you choose to like, want to say anything. I would like to start off. Um, 2019, I had a season where we were actually doing the 90-day promise, and you taught me how to give. And ever since I've been giving, I was expecting something from God. I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, but Pastor, you have, you have taught me how to give. You have taught me how to stay consistent with my giving. And um, I, I'm, I may not have the language. I may be a little goofy. You know, I may not have a filter sometimes, but... I am very strong-minded when it comes to giving. Um, I look forward for God to continue to make moves that I can't, that my flesh cannot make. It, I've been doing my tithe, my offering, and my watering so much that it has overtaken my children. I remember after the second shot that I received, now, the first dose, you know, it was cool. I think I got a little rash on my neck. But the second shot, I did feel a little something. And so I was in the bed, and Monet came upstairs, my baby girl, the twin. She came upstairs and said, Mom, this is not like you. Can I pray for you? And she was crying. And I'm oh. like, girl, what you crying for? I ain't got time for that. Stop crying. And she's like, Mom, can I really please pray for you? I said, okay, Monet, well, come touch my back. Yes. So she prayed. She said her words. Uh, she cast Satan out, and that was it. She stopped crying. I'm like, okay, God, well, thank you for that, you know? And then instantly, I just got up, and I felt good. I really, really did. So what I'm saying is I want to I encourage, of course, us millennials, but everybody, out, everybody else out there to continue to water your seed, to continue to speak to that seed. I have five children, and I speak to every seed upon their life, and I can see the manifestation. So thank you so much for that 90-day promise and how it has taught me how to give, how it has taught me how to grow. Um, things just start happening, and I, I, I wasn't expecting that. When God, before I came to this church and after I got out my situation, God was working on me. Yes, ma'am. And then when he worked on me, he was like, okay, I'm going to give you this car, and I need you to go back to church. Get your foundation, and I need you to listen to every word. I need you to do everything that man tells you to do. And I'm like, okay, and I have. And Glory it started with the giving, Glory and the God. giving is just, it's phenomenal. So, Thank you so much. Yes. yes. Glory to God. Now, we are watching the Lord transform you, transform your family, and I thank God for you being here, all of you who have spoken or who have not spoken. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep surrendering and listening. I just have a few words. Because you're blessing someone else besides me with these uh, words. I came to this church barefoot on a Saturday looking for Pastor Rush. And um, God told me, I need you to help Pastor Rush. You know, I, I told everybody that was on that parking lot this day, I need to see Pastor Rush. I need to see Pastor Rush. Fletcher, Brother Deacon Fletcher, like, hey, man, it's Saturday. You got to come back Sunday. I wasn't hearing it. It was your 56th birthday. <laughs> it, was, it was your 46-year preaching, and God planted me. And I, I remember I was on that side of the altar. There was money all over the, uh, the pews. I had like $17 on me, and I just dropped it, not knowing about tithes and offering. I was just following the Spirit. And... Um, you know, I, I just I just feel like nobody was hearing me while I was talking. So then I, the spirit just told me to sing your conversations. And I was talking to the us's and of the same. I'm saying the same thing, but I'm singing. And then they let me in. It was it was it was spirit. led I never heard this story. So yeah. you started singing your conversation and you're just kind of like making it up, whatever you're saying. And you're putting uh, a music to it. I, wow. I, I can't remember what, what I know. Brother Josiah had his phone and he he was recording it. At yeah, the time. yeah, it yeah. Was, it was, but but moving. Forward, I got it, but I'm, I'm sorry, um, that was kind of rude. But I thought that's very unique <laughs> no, for me to interrupt. Was, but that thought it was. It was it, I didn't understand it, right? I didn't know uh, that. Fast that. forward, Father's Day, June, 2019. Um, there was a song that you asked me to sing. Called it was necessary. I think that was Fantasia. 
And before you even asked me to sing, I was heading to work, just looking at it on Facebook Live. They was around a piano, just singing it, and I dropped in tears. And, you know, um, I don't know who was playing the piano at the time, and you said, hey, son, I need you to sing this. And I just I already knew the words. And then we did it on a Sunday, and my life changed. And the Holy Spirit, I mean, everyone in the church was bowing before God. I seen ushers, people walking out the altar, like people was on their knees worshiping God. I was next to many different types of brothers, and um, the Holy Spirit told me to touch your shoulder. And when I touched your shoulder, I could feel a man who needed to go through some changes as well, not knowing the stories, not knowing anything. The Spirit kept telling me way before I got to that point of singing, I need you to help Pastor Rush. And fast forward to today, there has been so many memories, so many um, um, battles that we have encountered together between me and you during the COVID coming up here, just doing the worship service. That stuff is nerve wracking. That stuff will will make Satan attack you. I'm talking cars after cars, and just this morning my car overheated, and I'm like, you know, I gotta get up there. You know, I don't care if it, if, if it's smoking on the parking lot. When I got up here, I was heavy. You know, Rev, Reverend Thompson, like, are you okay? At that moment, what I say will determine what's gonna happen to me, and I say, you know, I'm good. You know, deep down inside, I wasn't, but that that came from the teaching that you've taught us about what we say. And I say all that to say that everything in my life I went to was necessary for God to use somebody like me that was at one point relying on drugs and not on God. And I believe that God will continue to use all of us to help uh, help Pastor Rush in his ministry because like he said earlier, we're great together and we're stronger together. And I'm stronger now that I've joined forces with God and I never thought that his power could be so life-changing, you know, and it was necessary. And I am who I am today because God used my mistakes. And I know that there are more mistakes that are coming that's gonna define who I will be. And if you find yourselves in this world in your own mess, God is going to use this challenge to see if you're making progress and you are making progress. What your, what your current situation is right now, and as you're listening, you know, it doesn't define who you are, but it defines where you're going and you have to really trust God. And the, the challenges you face, Pastor Russ, is not necessarily who you are, but it's, it's defining where you're going. Your, your path since I've been here, I've seen your path change so many times where you say, um, oh, the living sound is going to go here. And we went to Atlanta and said, okay, we're going to this church. We're going to that church and we're going to do this. And God had something else in mind. And we stayed here and we did, we just kept doing more work. And I could go on and on about how many memories I've had, but everything that happened in your life was necessary. You are the man you are the same message God told me in 2016, I'm telling you now. You are the man you are today because God used your mistakes, and you're never going to be too old to, um, I'm going to say, you're never going to be too wise to stop learning and experiencing things. Just like we're all, we are all one experience. Our age doesn't define us. You know, our encounters with God defines us. So I'm, I'm honored to be on this panel. I'm humbled to um, be here every day. You know, no matter what Satan throws at us, just just remember, y'all, we're stronger together. That's very powerful also. And you know what I know sometimes um, we, um, at churches, churches, what people don't realize is every church in the world, um, as quiet as it may be kept, they shift. There's a there's a there's a there's a way that it can going and all of a sudden it can change. And sometimes a lot of that's based on whatever people are there, whatever people are experiencing God, whatever people are emotionally and physically and probably mentally and even spiritually going through. And um, so all these words and things that you guys are saying on how the word of God in this ministry, and that's still the focus here of how the word of God through IBOC has encouraged us and has changed us. And I've just been so super blessed um, to be able to pastor um, a congregation at 6 p.m. as a whole different congregation at 6 p.m. <laughs> hey, man, this is the wake up. You know what? Speaking of that, last week we, we canceled when, uh, 
Dream Church. And and y'all got I got all kind of hallelujahs and double hands. I just need to talk about well, we won't talk about that right now. So, oh hallelujah, praise the Lord. Everybody just collapsed. But all right. Anybody else have anything you want to say? I thank you for blessing so. people with these with these testimonies. Whitney? Yes. So <laughs> I've come a long way. I've I've normally be a person that shy away from the mic. Um since yay high, I just observe you behind the scenes. Mm. I've never been a person that would be volunteer, volunteering to be in front. And since I've been here since 2014, there's been so much growth, um, so much seeds planted in the word, just hearing you speak the word, speak it plainly, speak it simple to where anyone could understand. And even though I've grown up in church, I grew up in the Church of Christ, it was, it's like a light bulb came on when I came here in 2014, just really truly understanding what the Word of God was saying to me and helping me to uh, shape and mold the path that He wanted me to be on. Um, when I came in 2014, I was two years removed from my mom passing away. Mm. So that was a really tough period trying to get through a depression stage really trying to find myself um, just totally. And I believe that God led me here to truly find who I am and knowing that he has me totally. There's nothing that I need but him. And that whatever I go through, there's always going to be a way out. And actually, there was a sermon in 2019 called Praise in Action. And there was a segment that you mentioned that praise and worship is a journey. To start, you need a base. The base is prayers. And at the time, you know, I didn't really realize how much I didn't really truly talk to God in prayer wow. until that moment. And ever since then, I always pray whatever comes my way, whatever doubts, whatever fears. I had doubts and fears about, say, um, recently the vaccine. Um, but I got signed up for it and I just had a conversation with the Lord. Okay, Lord, you set me on this path. I know it's the right path. You know, nothing, I'm not going to have any adverse effects. It's just going to be just sore arm. That's it. Both shots, sore arm. That was it. I'm, I'm just like, man, God, all I got to do is talk to you and speak what it is and it's going to be. And pastor, I just thank you for and letting us know that, and through God's word, that whenever we speak things, it does come to light. Whenever we speak to God, whenever we pray to God, whenever we get out, down on our knees and pray to him, that he'll give us what we need to truly worship him the way we're supposed to, to truly praise him, to truly give, to truly do everything that he wants us to do because we are his vessels and he is doing through us what he wants the world to see so that in turn the world will eventually truly do what he has in purpose for us since the beginning of time and that's truly praise him worship him so i truly thank you and thank you for the opportunities i think i'm part of almost every ministry but every ministry has taught me different things wow. <laughs> and it's helped me to grow um, I've gained such a huge family being here at IBOC. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, I'm just thankful for this ministry, thankful for you for just being so genuine, so loving, so caring, willing to just raise us up and help us truly know what God wants us to be. I guess I'll go next. <laughs> um, Pastor, where do I start? So when I, well, actually before I got here, um, it was a older guy that stopped me. Um, I was working at Walmart at the time and the guy told me, he said, um, get with this man. He said, get with this man that knows his man that grows his own food because you're gonna need him. I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, okay, he crazy. So, <laughs> so um, when I ended up moving here, I found out that you grew your own food. So I was like, okay, God, I'm in the right spot. Um, but more so what confirmed it for me was the spirit of God in this place. It's a lot of, um, 
what's the word? It's a lot of deception that goes on in the world. It's a lot of deceitfulness that goes on in this world. And it's a lot of people that say they know God, but don't really know him. So when I came here, that's what I was seeking for, to know God, because he was the only thing that I knew that, um, that was carrying me through all that I was going through. So I had to put my trust in him. And in order for me to do that, I had to find where he was and he's here. Um, I wanna say thank you for allowing God to use you because as I'm knowing now, it's a lot to allow God to use you. It's a lot to be humble and sit there and pray to God and talk to God and ask him for direction. Um, it's a lot of effort to step out of your own nature, your own uh, flesh, and to say, God, I'm here asking for your direction, your guidance. So I just want to tell you thank you um, and continue to keep growing in him because we never stop growing in Christ. Um, I've only been here for two years, but I thank you. I call <laughs> I call you my OGP. <laughs> What's that? Uh-oh. OGP. OGP. You know what an OG is back in the day? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The OG pastor. I got it. Um, thank you. Yes, so I appreciate you. I thank you so much. My favorite sermon um, was his timing and not mine. We live in a oh. microwavable generation. Oh. And... <laughs> It was one day I had got into it with someone, and um, I've been praying to God about that person. And it's like God is saying another thing, but it's going a totally different direction. And so when I came in that day, I was more so mad than heavy. And so when you came in and you, you preached that 6 p.m. service, wow. um, and I remember sitting by my brother, and um, since... I've been living with him. He's also, he's changed too. And I, I thank you, Pastor Rush, for his growth as a, as a man of God, as a brother. He said he didn't know how to be a brother, but I think him being here, him being in men's fellowship, he didn't know that he had it, but God pulled that out of him. And he is a brother to me. Um, but you preached that day and you said, it's on his time and not, my, uh, not mine. Anything that comes fast is not from God and it will burn out quick. And I always have to remember that because um, I'm so eager to jump and hop on things, but I have to remember to take a step back just um, so much. And, and just wow. move slow. And, and in due season, it will come. It will not tarry. And I, I love that scripture, um, Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite scriptures, but I, I thank you, Pastor Rush. She so, said, so have much. a well, go ahead. <laughs> you know, and I appreciate that coming from, uh, well, I call, you, you call me your OGP, but I call you my YGT, you know, my young gangster teacher. So, <laughs> no, you are, you, all of you are just, these are great words that our congregation needs to hear and understand the value of this dream church. And we, again, are speaking to so many young adults um, who are living the Christian life and trying to fulfill your dreams. Um, you are so inspiring. Uh, are we done? Uh, oh, there's Liz and, and, and then quick, school teacher. Because I know okay. you got to eat your chopped beef sandwich. Oh! Hi, everyone. My name oh, is Liz. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and I'll pass the rest just real quick because I know you got to go. Uh, Thank you so much for allowing me to be a teacher at the best school in the world. It is an honor to be a teacher at the University right, of Dreams. Right. You have no idea I'm living out my dream right now because of you. So thank you for that. And um, I woke up from my nap and I was like, I'm writing a poem. And, I, and then it turned into a rap song. So I wrote a rap song for you. You wrote a rap song? I have my own rap song. Go ahead. What you about to No, go ahead. Uh-uh, you about to record it? I want to listen. No. <laughs> okay. The man who gave God a chance. Happy 51 years of preaching. The quiet storm. <laughs> Pastor Rush, Pastor Rush, what it do? Pastor Rush, Pastor Rush, you know we love you. This ain't the regular older man with a cane. This is a man who was obedient. Just let me explain. It all started out when he was 10 years old. He took the hand of God and God said, let's go on this remarkable journey that you'll never forget. It might be off the wall, just like that Michael Jackson hit. And it surely has been some ups and some downs, but you helped some people turn their life around. And of Okay, wait. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and of course, your enemy is pretty mad about that. But God told your enemies to hush and sit back. God really blessed us with an amazing man who doesn't try to outshine, but does the best that he can. You might ask yourself. Blah, 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 blah.
You might ask yourself, so what does he do? He runs for God and helps his people. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, not God. Uh, I'm sorry for screaming. He is humorous and lightning and as caring as can be. Pastor is so humble and so swift on his feet. He walks really fast, so you better catch up. Now I'm running late for Dream Church, so I got to close this up. Ah, okay. Wow, Liz, I really, that was great. I hope great. I didn't embarrass you. Okay, bye. <laughs> Man, it's, it's amazing that we heard her, and I'm ready to get to please her, but halfway through the song, I thought she was having a seizure. <laughs> Pastor, <laughs> but, I'm just glad that she anyway, was on the mic. Th th you are on the mic, and you rap. That was, that was different. Good. I think we that need to get it. Thank you for the recording of that. I think that needs to be... Uh, no, yeah, you did have a little fit in between there, but, I mean, I just that's what happens with a, a different kind of rapper that was... Hey man, anybody else inspired to scream a rap? Just let us know. Hey, I want to, I'm serious. I want to, so you want to slow that down so I can understand it and hear it? But it sounded very creative. Y'all, that sounds like something. I think we need to get with the, um, the OGB. Oh, uh, no, not necessarily. Okay. Carter, you got something to say? Hey, Pastor. Hey, so. man. I just want to say congratulations on 51 years of preaching. That is so cool. And another thing is I just want to say is thank you for giving me a chance to serve with you. I highly appreciate it. I mean, I mean, I could go back from last year when you pulled me to the side and said, Carter, now I need you. You're going to have to step it up. And I said, yes, sir. And, man, sure then next thing you know, COVID hit. And I was like, oh, God, you were serious. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just you and I and Askia and the audiovisual team all year long, just consistently. Oh, yeah. And to tell you the truth, it was probably one of the best times of my life because it was just, yes, sir. I, know you're, I knew you were going to be weird on that. Like, man, no, because it was a lot of bonding time through that. I mean, I mean, yeah, it was dark, period. But at the same time, I saw the light in it. I learned a lot. You taught me how to serve with a purpose. You taught me how to serve with a uh, passion. I mean, I thought I served with a passion beforehand, but nah, it, it elevated to a different level. And I thank you for that. I thank you for pouring into me. You took me to the side and showed me these different techniques and different tips that could be done to elevate our church. And man, and thank you for giving me a chance to help you out when it comes to ideas. Because uh, other times, not saying you, but other times, like, let's say a company or whatever, they'll be like, kid be quiet or no we don't do that we got to stick to the formula of the steps but you're like man if it works let's go ahead and do it so I thank you for that I thank you for giving me the chance to be a leader and thank you for teaching me uh, the difference to lead uh, not to manipulate but to inspire and I thank you for that uh, pastor and I also want to thank you for giving me a job too because <laughs> I am a proud teacher at the University of Dreams second grade that is right. And uh, yes, sir. Oh, the sermon that inspired me, the one that really stuck with me all these years is from, I believe the title was From the Pit to the Palace. That was the one. And I remember I was sitting next to my dad and it was right after I think my mom passed. It was around that time. And man, God was just constantly just talking to me through you. And it was beautiful. I mean, you, in order to get to the top, you have to serve to the top. Because a lot of people, especially this generation, thinks, that, oh, that's owned to us. We need this. Or, you know, man, no, 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 no. You got to work it. The Bible says, the man who doesn't work, you don't eat. And I know I'm skinny, but I love to eat. So I love to work. And I love to work with this man of God right here. You're so fun. You're so creative. I get like a, a, of course, a father vibe with you, but also like a coach vibe. You're my Mickey to my Rocky, wow. my Yoda to my Luke, and all those other metaphors we can keep going on for. <laughs> but I thank you for that, Pastor, and I thank you for just being a strong man of God, a positive example. And I don't care if you're in your 50s, your 60s, your 70s and 80s, as long as you still have breath, as long as you still have air in your lungs, keep letting God use you because he hasn't given up on you yet. And I, evidently, it shows. So thank you for that, Pastor. Thank you, guys. There's so many seats here. We're going to close with Sister Armstrong here. And I, I do want to thank you, you guys. 
you know, most most times now we can forget these things. Um, you all are like guest speakers who understand the guests that you're speaking for. And um, I, I, the, uh, the timing for all of this, thank God, is, is just so appropriate. Um, and I do remember coming out here. I didn't realize it was a year, y'all. That was a year. It would be rain. It would be so cold. It would snow, and God knows we remember it would ice, and we would still be able to come here and bring the word of God to you. Um, and I credit that to nothing but your great upbringing, your parents, your grandparents, uh, your aunts and uncles who prayed for you, who who sowed seeds in y'all's lives. And we're just reaping the benefits of those in the harvest. So thank you, thank you, thank you to those clouds of witnesses that you guys have in the heavens right now who are looking down upon you, who never saw you but saw your moms and your grandparents and prayed over them. And now we're just receiving a harvest from that, and we are so humbled at that. We're going to let Sister Armstrong, please don't don't go offline, everybody. Uh, we're going to let Sister Armstrong come to us. We're going to tell you another way that you can uh, be a blessing uh, to the Inspiring Body of Christ Church. And she's going to um, come with the with words, and then we're going to get prepared to go into our offering. And then we're going to leave and come back tomorrow for Monday school. It starts at 7 o'clock. We're going to actually now have an opportunity. I'm going to get back behind this pulpit, and we're going to start from reset to reloading now. And I want to say this. If any of you have any children or grandchildren, and you are very concerned about their foundation and where they're laid, this is one of the, if not the most, one of the safest, most secured place to ever put a child to raise a child in the ministry to raise a child in God and I would challenge anyone that would dare to say that um, our children's college is now we're now accepting infants we're just accepting infants right now if you don't have anyone who dares to love their child and be protected and taken care of and nurtured and taught from ages zero that's infants to about I think we're around mm, to, to 18 months to two years 18 months, but infants to two-year-olds? Oh, no, no, no. There's just the entire Okay, well, whatever the infants are, if y'all got some little bitty babies, and y'all need to, we don't have a daycare here. We don't do daycare. We do a children's college where we teach higher-level entrance and higher-level living from the very day that they enter into our building. So call our school tomorrow, and whatever these these numbers are, they, you know, these infants and twos and threes, you know. I just know if you got some babies and you want <laughs> I believe infants was six weeks to 11 Six months. weeks? Oh, what did I say? Zero. Z <laughs> oh, see, we do pre-birth, kids. <laughs> oh, God. Y'all know what I mean. It means zero age and not a year old. <laughs> Thank you. Well, see why I have these young people out there. You helped me so much to sound better. Thank you. So six weeks? Yes, sir. Six week infant one is six okay. weeks to okay. eleven months. Six infant weeks to 11 two months. is twelve months to seventeen months. And then toddlers is eighteen months to two years. Okay. To two years. And old. we have a very specific screening that we go through. Okay. So we want to make sure that you are bringing your child into a Christian environment and knowing that that child is going to be well taken care of and taught the ways of Christ. And we're not prejudiced, we're not secret, we are private. And we are, we are funded by those of you who would like to invest in your children's futures. And now, Sister, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Call the church tomorrow and start setting up appointments so that we can interview you to see if you believe that your child, your grandchild, your niece and nephew deserves a safe, wonderful, protective, loving environment uh, every day of his or her life when school gets ready to start again in our children's college. 972-572-4262. Now, Sister Armstrong, we're going to let you talk and close us out. Okay. Now, I had to write mine down for a few reasons, so uh -oh. I wouldn't go too long which is a testimony because I'm not a talker. Um, so I wouldn't forget certain points. And so that when I get emotional, I'll get back on track. Okay. Um, so I tried to go back to just mm -hmm, one sermon or moment that really touched my life, but I couldn't narrow it down to one. There were so many different sermons or series or eras um, that really shaped and got me through the different stages of my life over the past almost 17 years. So I basically grew up 
and became an adult here, um, starting with catching just a little snippet on the radio or staying up um, all night to catch the very end of Flavor TV, just so I could hear that little moment, just so I could, just for the end, so I could go all the way to what in hell do you want when heaven has all that you need. <laughs> to breaking service down in a certain third service manner that made me feel included and it felt special that there was a third service way to deliver a message um, to the thoughtfulness of having an overflow because even though we attended third service, we still were late sometimes. Um, <laughs> to giving me an alternative of a different place to bring in New Year's and I remember always being proud to tell people I'll be at church bringing in New Year's. That meant something to me. That was always very special to me. Um, fast forwarding to May I Have Your Order, Please, the first book in that era, that time, that made me not only understand tithing and giving and how God works, but made me really want to. And then fast forwarding to my favorite era, the most pivotal era to me, I think, uh, the, the come out swinging era. I have two copies right here, but I have more. I, yeah, I, <laughs> this has gotten book. me through so much. This got me through losing my grandma. It got me through depression. It got me through life changes where um, it was a lot of sifting going on and pruning going mm. on in my life. And I was not understanding mm. anything about it. I remember after <laughs> reading this book and coming through, coming out swinging, that's when I got into leadership and I remember going back and buying this book so many different times just to be able to write in and all over again to get me through a different dark time. Uh, so I have several of these that are marked up, highlighted, sticky notes. It, it's this, <laughs> the come out swinging era in itself. That whole time really got me through what I thought at the time was my most difficult moment um, until another one came, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, that really helped shape and changed so much about me, teaching me how to totally evict Satan. I remember there's a little phrase in the book that says, uh, do not be ignorant of Satan's devices. And to this day, I say that every single day when something just seems off, and I have to say, okay, think about the source. Is that one of his devices? Yeah. And although I don't know the title of this sermon, this era around six years ago was also my favorite intro. And so I want to give a piece of it. Just because even though this was like six or seven years ago when we had this intro, these words I still say to myself, and I've never told anybody, but sometimes I act like I have a microphone or a pulpit, and I'll say this in the car, or I'll say this in the mirror. <laughs> I'm not getting up there, but these words I still hear every single day. And so since they helped me, in case anyone forgot them, you are not where you're going. You're just on your way there. Don't back up. Don't turn around. Don't go back. Stand there. When you try to press toward the mark, you're going to discover that there's going to be a host of enemies already set up against you. Where did they come from? Come from. They've been there. Quit trying to make it look as if you brought the enemies there. They were there when you decided to start living for Jesus. You are playing in a game, not just because it's a game. You're playing to win this thing. And God says that you will win because God knows that he has spoken over your life and what he has spoken into your life will come to pass. Those words have been playing over and over for at least six years. And those still get me through, through a lot. Those, they motivate me. They encourage me. They remind me to keep going. And so just to wrap it all up, I want to end with just some things that I've learned from you and I'm thankful for. Um, I've learned humility attention to detail, a spirit of excellence, because Abak has a spirit of excellence that you don't see in a lot of different places, and the fact that that matters to you means a lot to me. How to carry myself, how to treat others, how to respond, uh, what strength looks like, total trust in God. I know a lot of things I've done based on your faith sometimes. When mine wasn't quite as strong, I trusted your faith because it was so strong. Um, how to manage my attention. I remember that was in a leadership uh, meeting where you're saying it's not about how we manage our time, it's how we manage our attention, and I still use that now to help me um, juggle a lot of different things. Um, how to speak to the source, how to dream, how to get out of my comfort zone, how to be a teacher. And when I'm in the classroom, I think about you in the pulpit on Sundays, and I try to model, he's such a great teacher and illustrator. I try to use that in the classroom every day. So it means so much when you say, school teacher, because you're my favorite teacher. <laughs> um, and then one of the greatest things that you say, not only to me, but to the church, is that you're our pastor, but we're not your members. So not only do you teach us all these things, 
the main thing you teach us is although you're here for us, we have God. And you always turn it back on him. And that means a lot. So you completely take it off of self. And you always remind us that we have God. And that's who we belong to. And another funny thing, you taught me how to determine if I was going north or south on the freeway. And <laughs> it took me 30 years to <laughs> based on the exit, whether I'm going north or south. I was, oh, I didn't know. That was funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just drive. <laughs> I just go. Oh, my. Um, and thank you for getting me through the second hardest time of my life, the scariest moment where... You know what it was, um, and I didn't tell you until after I got through it where I was afraid to go to sleep because I didn't know if the next day would be worse or if there was going to be a next day. And you were the only person who could make me laugh or smile during that time, and you were consistent <laughs> in showing how to really be there for somebody. So that meant a lot. So thank you, Pastor. Okay, you know, and to all of this, I say, we all are going to get old, but it's wonderful when we are able to grow older. Thank you all so much for being just models of ministry, models of, of, of what it means to really, to really be a comeback kid uh, around this area. And, and some of you still may not get, you know, the whole purpose of Dream Church, and, and it's not, maybe it's not time yet. Um, what, what happens is, it starts to wear on you that we all have dreams and you go through so much to get to these things. I'm so grateful and blessed. Man, man, I did not, I, there's not a young person, a young adult around me who um, is not having an appetite for the word of God. And that's as, as unpopular as it seems in some areas now. That's, that's our formula, y'all. That's our formula. That's, that's it. So if Satan wanted to attack in any other area, take away the word but you know what I know now with a lot of confidence if you take away one person there's so much word and so many of you you guys are going through things and you're gonna have families and you're gonna have careers and you're gonna have different moves in your lives and the one thing is sure is you're gonna always have God as your anchor um, you all keep keep coming out and keep swinging um, I will make you a personal promise tonight uh, based on what you've said, I will keep, I will keep swinging. Um, I know um, that as we get older now, we sometimes don't seem and feel, and we're not reminded of our value. But tonight, again, you guys have reminded me um, of why I had to ignore my own path and say, God, just use me to bless someone else's path. And I want. Um, one of you guys to talk about our offering as we go and offer the congregation to give offering today and so that we can dismiss in a wonderful, orderly way. All right. So you want to talk about offering and then sure. school teacher, you can dismiss. I did say that, but I kind of talked through it. Well, we know here at I believe in giving. Um, so you have several ways to give online. You have the Giveify application. If you don't have it already, one of the things Pastor Rush has done before is he's told us, just put the app on your phone. Just put the app on your phone and one day you'll be able to give. So you can file, find that right there on the screen. Um, you also can do text to give. That's another opportunity you have as well, which is also on the screen. Texting IBOC to 28950. Really easy to set up. I like to use both of those options. I um, mean, you also have the opportunity to give online from our website as well if you are on a computer or an iPad and you don't have access to a phone. Um, so thanks again for giving. Oh, and don't forget, today is 51. Pastor Rush has taken us to another level. You know. Innovation, the I and I box stands for innovation as well as inspiring. And so today's your opportunity to use the cash up if you're listening. That is Pastor. Oh, he got it. He got it ready. He got his cash up ready. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's a dollar sign Pastor R G Rush. Feel free to give lavishly to the man of God who God has placed in your life. Um, it's a it's an opportunity that you have, and it's definitely a seed that won't go to waste. Um, thank you for your gifts ahead of time. Shall we pray over our giving? 
everybody bow your heads. Lord, we thank you so much that you give seed to the sower, Father. We thank you so much for the blessings that you would like to give us and giving us a way to those blessings by giving us an opportunity to give, Father. We know that giving is not a measure of the wallet, but it's a measure of the heart. So thank you so much, Father, for irrigating our hearts and helping us grow inside as well as outside. Please bless every single seed that anyone has given today, um, whether it was in the first two services or now, Father, and give us give back unto us exponentially as you said in your word, Father. We latch onto your promises and we claim those as ours right now. And we thank you for rebuking the devourer for our sake. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. And if you'd like a copy of the new hit song, 51, by Elizabeth Nair, call her promoted. We appreciate all of you. Please, 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 we ask in a very humble and and totally submissive way. Join us tomorrow night at 7 p.m. for Monday School right here. I'm so excited about whatever God's going to be teaching us tomorrow. Again, it's all about the lessons, all about the teaching. Thank you for all of you who are trying your best to reach at least one young adult in Jesus' name. And from me and all the Dream Church, we do like they used to do on the, the old-time dating game. Goodbye. Ah, Y'all don't know about any of that. Thank you. All right. Once again, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Reset Podcast with Pastor Ricky Rush. If you would like to make a contribution or a donation to the Inspiring Body of Christ Church Ministry, do so by going to www.ibocchurch.org and give. Thank you so very much. Also, you can find IBOC on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and our website, ibocchurch.org. Well, that's all we have for today. Tune in next time and experience the joy right here on Reset with Pastor Ricky Rush.